Welcome to Providence Podcast, Heart, Mind, Body, Soul. I pray that everyone is well and your families are safe and secure. I pray salvation comes to each listener's home through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Again, thank you for your continued support and feedback. I appreciate you taking time to listen in on what I believe the Lord has me at this time just sharing with believers and non-believers, hoping that this, the word of God will just do what it does, which is it's alive, it's powerful, and it's life-changing. Amen. Continue to send in your prayer requests and your testimonies. We will continue to partner in prayer as well as celebrate and stand with you on God's answers to our prayers. Again, you, you can email me at providencelifecoaching at yahoo.com. And of course, my podcast is y.providence and group together is heart, mind, body, soul. Uh, uh, platforms are Spotify, Anchor, Facebook, and now Instagram. Well, this episode is uh, 11 and it's titled Pray Without Ceasing. And the passage in the Bible is 1 Thessalonians 5.17. Well, I tell you, and I'm sure you're in agreement with this, life on earth has many twists and turns, highs and lows. I was just thinking the other day, I cannot imagine how people that do not know the Lord stay sane, especially when your entire world seems to crumble right before your very eyes. You know, again, 2020 is the year we've really focused in on this pandemic. It's changed so many lives. Um, of course, in California, you're dealing with all these fires. I was talking to another a lady the other day. Um, she's up in Solano, and uh, we're talking on the phone, and we're interrupted because her husband calls and says, Hey, we have to move our RV because the fires... Uh, the people have been evacuated and the fire is moving in. Now, this is uh, October. And I'm in um, Rancho. She's in Solano. And our worlds are totally different at this time. And so she's got to get off the phone to go handle that situation. That's a time to pray to get direction, to see how this is going to unfold and also intercede that their family, you know, no one is injured. Um, one of the listeners, um, she was dealing with, um, her husband going through, um, this, um, pandemic and the, the, and she's already said it was okay to share, but the unfortunate thing is, is he did not survive the pandemic. He did not survive COVID-19 and, um, she, uh, the wife 
she with by knowing the Lord even though you're going through this process by her knowing the Lord she had a strength that you know only comes from God to carry her through this and I could go on and on with you know in ministry and even if you're not in ministry life is happening all around us and so I'll say to the believer, we have to pray. We must pray. Uh, Paul says to the Thessalonians, he says, pray without ceasing. And praying without ceasing because there's so much going on. You need to tap in um, at all times to the Father's voice and direction so that you are going to get the best results out of a situation or be able to rest in him and not in your own strength. Um, But um, on that note, note, let's go into prayer, open up in prayer, and um, I'll tell you a little bit about the last 21 days. Amen? Let us pray. Father God, In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Father. We thank you for you just being who you are in our lives. We ask, Father, that you would just uh, allow the... We invite you, Holy Spirit, into this setting, that you would just highlight the things that we need to know, the importance of praying without ceasing. Open our ears to hear you. Open our eyes to see. Open our hearts to receive. We give you permission to have your way in our lives. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father God, we ask that you will forgive us. Father God, forgive us of our sins, the ones we know and the ones we do not, cannot remember. Father God, we at this point humbly forgive our enemies. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, Father God, that as we just venture into this passage pray without ceasing that our eyes will be open to who the true enemy is in our lives thank you father in jesus name we pray amen well amen and praise the lord so i am excited excited about sharing it took me a while to pull this together because um praying is conversation Praying is petitioning. Praying is conversation to um, God in a way that gets results here on earth. I'll just say it that way. I know there's other ways to say it, but I'm just sharing it that way. So last 21 days, me and two of my sisters, we were talking and we were talking about how, uh, you know, we've been standing in the gap for for families and, and standing, you know, with prayer teams and just seeing the mighty hand of God move on situations. And, um, you know, when you're used to praying, you don't really put too much emphasis on your own family and your own life. Cause you just know that God is going to, but we had a burden for our family. And so we, we agreed, we, we decided for the next 21 days, Uh, We would pray and have communion and lift up our family. We would stand in the gap for our family. And I tell you um, that James 5, 17, the prayer of righteous, uh, the righteous person is powerful and effective. Well, we, we know it to be true. 
um, it's just exciting to, to see how it unfolds on issues that are near and dear to your, to your heart. But I tell you, one, we mark the calendar and the day, kind of leading up to the day, but I'll say the battle started at the beginning, middle, and the end. But during that time, um, uh, we started, we got, we got breakthrough. There was ministering to one another. Um, we each um, got individual growth. And I tell you, God moved in our midst. God is so loving. He allowed us to petition, to, to, to talk to him um, about our, our agendas. But around day seven, um, we were praying God's agenda. And that took us deeper into God's view. Amen. So to say the least, our 21 days of prayer and communion were amazing. We, we first spent time in worship and settled in the presence of our Lord. God's light of love shined on us. First, sh- he showed us areas where we needed to let, let go of, forgive, and be set free so that our prayers would not be hindered. It made so much sense, um, you know, when you hear the scriptures, we fall short daily. It makes so much sense uh, when you allow God to minister to your soul. Another one we, um, you know, we've uh, been, especially with this pandemic, Second uh, Chronicles seven fourteen. if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. I realize that it's each individual. We each must humble ourselves to find out what is our wicked ways uh, according to God and according to his word. So it starts with us going outward, you know, so... Um, the change we talked about in the last episode, the inner change brings about the outer change. We'll take that in the physical you, me, we start with ourselves and then we can let the overflow, uh, onto others with the, uh, and where we really can see a difference. And, you know, me and my sisters, we didn't, of course, you never think that you have issues with yourself, LOL. <laughs> but when you allow God to, to show you uh, the areas, those little things, those little things that can stop the flow and the power to break the yoke of bondage. So you don't uh, realize your areas of hindrance slash sin until you allow yourself to be vulnerable and trust God, his word, and in a safe environment where there is no judgment nor condemnation. You just strongly are desiring for God exchange. Amen. Because we know as we really look into his word, God seeks a pure and humble heart, a pure soul. And he loves us enough, if we are willing, not in denial. 
he will meet us. He will he will meet us. We humble ourselves, dismiss, dismiss our opinions, our self our selfish thoughts, our agenda, and allow God by the Holy Spirit to show us ourselves where we where we are blocking and tying his hands according to his word where he could he could not perform on our behalf because we needed to come right, get right and be empowered to speak, decree and get life-changing results. I know that was a mouthful but the bottom line is consecrate so God can really use you. And that's what we did. Then it put us in a position where we were purified for God to move through us with all his God power. Amen. <laughs> Again, I'll say um, around day 10, we could tell that we were meeting in God's sacred place in the Holy of Holies. Our desires, uh, our needs changed. Our prayers became God-driven where we knew that we were praying His will for our family as well as other situations. Each day after our personal breakthrough uh, of cleansing, renewal, restoration, uh, we were refreshed. Each day after that, when we came together, we were even more on tiptoes of expectancy to partner with God in prayer um, because we didn't really have the agenda. He had the agenda for our family. Um, and so we met, met him each morning, 6.30 to 7.30 a.m. with worship and the word. And so I'm going to just run over some things just in case you're not sure where to start. And so it's like, well, pray without ceasing. Pray do not stop. What does that look like? Conversation with our Father, our sovereign creator, our loving, merciful Father. Acknowledging and praising our Redeemer, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Thanking God for his gift, his Holy Spirit, his Spirit. Um, we spoke, we prayed the word, reciting his word back to him. We took time crying out to him, humbling, petitioning to him about our family and reminding him of our mother's, our grandmother's prayers, his promises in his word, the promises to our generations, our children and our children's children. Even we were saying the children that weren't even born yet. Uh, and thanking him for the generational curses that have been broken. We battled in the name of the Lord for our family, souls that they would be snatched out of darkness, evil, deception, and carried um, and 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 carried or brought into God's loving, healing, protective care. We rejoiced and celebrated with God that we would be able to enjoy the promises of God in the land of the living. We spoke manifested manifestation of salvation and souls being set free in Jesus name. And then lastly, each setting we would be still to listen and hear from God for his instruction, encouragement, promises, his will, and just so much more. 
you know, again, it's just setting that time aside to spend time with the creator, with the father, with the kingdom living life. Ephesians 6, 18, it says, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. And pretty much that's what we were doing. We, we, uh, we were sharing with family, hey, we're going to be in prayer for 21 days. If you have a prayer request, you know, let us know. And of course, our family were like, yep, you know, they were adding prayers in. And then uh, the next thing we knew, they were adding their friends' prayers in. Um, so that lets me know that, you know, prayer is important. And, uh, you know, people may look over the fence to others maybe to pray in agreement with them or pray for them but we know as Christians we know the importance and the power of prayer and we can no longer neglect the importance of it because when we identify that prayer is not a one way partnership or relationship it's a two way And it's a key to kingdom life and kingdom principles and kingdom results. Uh, We're cheating ourselves when we don't uh, constantly seek the will of God. Yes, he made us to walk in power and dominion, but he's he's got the master map. He's got the master road plan. So why wouldn't we want to? Another thing. I want to let's let's just walk through uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verses 16 through 18. Um, this part we're going to talk about the kingdom, meaning why it's important to do what we do because the battle doesn't start in the this realm, in the natural realm, it's in a different realm. So let's say, it says, it starts out saying, rejoice always. Now, we can rejoice because the war has already been won. It it has been achieved at Calvary. When Jesus Christ died, he was buried, and three days later, he was resurrected from the dead, and he is alive. Hallelujah. And we have the victory in Jesus' mighty, powerful name. Hallelujah. That's important. So that's a, a just one reason of rejoicing. But that's a that's a major because the in a sense you've heard people say the fight is fixed, the war has been won. I was reading this book, a prayer book. Um, the author is Suzette Heading, and she says this. Um, she says it like this. She says uh, the war has already been won at Calvary. Um, but Satan continues the battle, even though he has lost the war. So when we're praying without ceasing, we're just getting the tools for the day. We're getting tools for that moment. You know, you may be at work or whatever, and you just do that. Ooh, Jesus. Well, when you do the, Ooh, Jesus, listen for the, (laughs) listen for the reply. 
or however that uh, how to be moved in a situation seek the prayer the wisdom the knowledge and understanding of God for the battle with every victory there is a battlefield Calvary was the scene of the ultimate battle but even so there are still conflicts that affect our everyday life so although the outcome is clear and we have the victory in Jesus name Satan and his crew continue the battle even though he has already lost against Christ Satan continues to attack those whom Jesus has paid for and loves which is me and you So for that reason, we are constantly engaged in spiritual warfare. And if you don't believe that, uh, believe in the word of God. Ephesians 6, um, starting at verse 10, it talks about the full armor, but I'll just read that first part. It says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in in his mighty power. Be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. So we're kind of like ground war warfare. But if you kind of keep your head stuck in the dirt, so to speak, you will constantly be defeated because you have the tools, we have the tools, but we have to partner with God in this particular way in prayer to get the results so we can see how the enemy is coming at us. For instance, after we came out of the 21 day, well, we start seeing Uh, the manifestation of God's order of breakthrough. And the challenge was we, if we weren't aware and prepared, we would get, you could get caught off guard in how the enemy comes in and tries to trip your foot when breakthrough is there. Meaning my sister was in a situation and there were some things that had never happened before but we identified as the enemy scheme trying to block the promise and, um, and, and, and not let the breakthrough come through. Well, hallelujah, the breakthrough will come through. It's just that when we do it in, according to how God says to do things according to his word, the Galatians 5, uh, how we're to walk in love, um, how we're not to bite bite back and all that stuff. When we use the enemy's tools, oh, we're going to lose. When we use God's tools, we're going to win. So when you see uh, the, um, the um, how do I want to say it? The dysfunction or the pressing against uh, everything in you that you know is not right you have to take a stand that verse says uh, verse 10 in Ephesians 6 10 says be strong in the Lord in his mighty power and stand against the devil's schemes and so you use the tools of the kingdom to stand and see your victory 
because we, we, we got to the point where we said, because we prayed, we know God will and God is and God did. So when we saw something that we know was the old nature, we start looking at the new promise nature in God for our family members. I hope this makes sense because, uh, you know, it, it, it's powerful when you just partner with the Father. Amen. So it may... It, 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 it makes so much sense why we must pray without ceasing. We should be seeking the strategy for each day or of, of, our, of our lives. We must stay prayed up and connected. It's urgent that you, that we take the time to commune with God, with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit, so we'll know how to fight each day's battle. You may be saying, well, I, my life is fine. I'm not really in no battle. Well, then you should be standing in the gap for others that are in battles. We are God's ambassadors. And we have an, um, well, I'll say it this way. 2 Corinthians 5.20 says it best. So we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God were making his appeal through us as Christ's representatives plead with you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. So when we see situations, you know, instead of maybe just saying they got issues or, uh, you know, you can't take it personal in the natural. It's all about, about spiritual warfare. And if you've accepted Jesus Christ into your heart, then you are an ambassador. And if you are lacking tools, then it's your responsibility to seek God because the first gift he left after Jesus left, he says, I'm giving you me through the Holy Spirit. He is your teacher, guide, protector, the one to bring into all truths. Yes, it's important to have, um, this is, a, there's a verse that says, um, talks about how can you know without hearing uh, the word of God? Well, you pick up the Bible and get into the word of God and pray that God brings you or shows you where to go to get empowered to be that ambassador for Christ. Amen. I know I'm sounding a little passionate about it, but we cannot walk around, um, even if you don't think you're being defeated, if you're just having a good old life, hallelujah, that's good. But there's a lot going on in the world and we are the change agents. We are the power of God in, in the natural. So the last part um, of I'm going back to First Thessalonians and verse the 18th verse, and it says, "In everything, give thanks." So humbly giving God thanks and knowing that He knows what is best. Uh, the passage ends by saying, "For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you." So I'll slash and say, "For us." The last few things, uh, spend time in his presence, learn how he speaks to you, spend time with him, um, goes from a one-way to a two-way conversation. Psalm 1611 says, you will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore.
we covered a lot, but um, the place to start is practice praying without ceasing. I pray that this word blesses you and it motivates you to step up, if you haven't, step up to be the ambassador that you are, that we are for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He did the ultimate and now we do our part. So until next time, we'll say together, peace be our journey. God bless.